Hello, and welcome to the Date Night Movie Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Russell. With me is my co-host, Ashley Russell. Hello. This is a show where each week, Ashley and I, we talk about a new movie that's playing in theaters, and then we break it down, whether we thought it was good or bad, and whether or not it would make for a good date movie. On this episode, we're talking about The Kitchen. This is the new mobster drama starring Melissa McCarthy and Tiffany Haddish. The IMDb plot summary reads... The wives of New York gangsters in Hell's Kitchen in the 1970s continue to operate their husband's rackets after they're locked up in prison. This movie has a 20% (laughs) on Rotten Tomatoes. That's low. And it opened this past weekend to about five and a half million, which is a career worst opening for Melissa McCarthy. Uh, So, yeah, this is a bomb out of the gate. This is uh, probably one of the year's biggest bombs that we're talking about right now. See, I I mean... (laughs) I'll give it to you. It wasn't the best movie, but it wasn't the worst movie. I was entertained. I wasn't bored. I I really enjoyed Tiffany Haddish, and I enjoyed Melissa McCarthy, and I I don't understand why people are, like, really shitting on this movie. I don't get it. It feels almost like Warner Brothers could just kind of smell what was coming, and they didn't even really offer, like, Thursday previews for this. I mean, the critic reviews dropped really late. Usually, you know, you get, like, Thursday previews. To, yeah, we uh, usually go every Thursday. <laughs> but this, I mean, it's it's interesting that they didn't even do that for this. And I mean, I don't know what like the advertising, like like the TV advertising was on this. Uh, no, how much I they mean spent. the advertising. All I saw was in previews of other movies that we, you know, I mean they they were hyped they, it up in that. Were they advertising this on TV? Not on TV. See, I feel yeah, I feel like Warner Brothers ca- kind of dumped this, and yeah, so it's. I would have loved to see Melissa McCarthy and Tiffany Haddish in like a comedy. I thought having them in this type of movie first, I mean, it's drama. There's no jokes. I mean, it is not something that you would think that the two biggest comedians on the planet right now would be doing. It feels somewhat like a missed opportunity, but I think these actresses are also trying to stretch themselves, show their range. Yeah. And so this was a vehicle for them to do that. But it is weird casting to get two two funny ladies. And then Emily Moss, like <laughs> Right. Well two yeah, two two women who are known for broad comedies and like a, a supposed gritty mobster drama. <laughs> that, and, that's a hard sell, maybe. And as somebody who watches Handmaiden's Tale, Emily Moss just does not appeal to me. Sure. I, I don't I don't get it. I don't think she's that great of an actress. I don't like her look. You're, you're just tearing her down. I don't understand. I don't understand how she's in, in, in a place that... <laughs> in projects? <laughs> a lot of people would love to be that, you know, maybe are a little bit more star quality. All I know is her breakthrough was on the show Mad Men. And uh, from what I've seen, I mean, that, she was good on that show. Um, that, that's how she got kind of her breakthrough. But yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm kind of indifferent to her screen press. <laughs> I mean, exactly. <laughs> I'm being honest. I mean, exactly. She, she's not bad. I wouldn't say she's bad. I've seen her be good. But, it, uh, you know. So, okay. So this movie, let's, uh, let's just talk about the plot real quick. Yeah. It, it centers on these three women. And they're played here by Melissa McCarthy, Tiffany Haddish, and Elizabeth Moss. And they're all married to members of the Irish mob. Irish mob, yep. Early on, their husbands get pinched after trying to rob a convenience store. And their husbands get sentenced to three years. While they're in jail, uh, a guy named Little Jackie is promoted as head. And he offers the women a kind of paltry allowance on behalf of their husbands. And the women decide this isn't good enough. And so they begin to make money 
by offering protection services to local businesses that are supposed to be covered by Little Jackie. Yeah. They collect this protection money, and once Little Jackie finds out, he threatens to have them all killed. And so I don't want to go too much further without getting into spoilers, but that's kind of the basic setup of this film. And uh, it's firmly rooted in the gangster genre. I yeah. mean, it's, it's based on a comic book, so it has a, a pulpy kind of feel, and it embraces all the tropes that are familiar with it. You know, Tarantino would have probably been a really good director for this movie. Well, sure. That, yeah, this is kind of in, in his wheelhouse. Um, but also, I was thinking, a lot of people have compared this to Widows, which yeah. came out last year. Oh, that's true. That movie yeah. was gritty. Steve McQueen, who directed that, he, he could have brought something to this. Yeah. Um, so yeah, what overall, what, what did you think of this? I thought it was mediocre. I was looking forward to it. I was really looking forward to it. Hyped up. I love Tiffany Haddish. <laughs> what got you hyped up? Just the premise? Did the trailers look good to you? Well, I like Melissa McCarthy and I like Tiffany Haddish and, you know, I thought it would be different and interesting and... We're women um, in charge. Women, women taking in charge. charge. That's what course. it's selling. I mean, That's what it's is, selling. This is what, women you know... Women in charge. I'm in charge. Sure. So... Technically, the movie delivers that. It does, 100%. Yeah, but did anything disappoint you? It was just ho-hum. Like, I wish it wasn't, it didn't take itself so seriously. Wish it was maybe a little more flamboyant, a little more over the top. I I wish that that would have been the direction that they took in this movie versus it being so serious and so, I mean, there's a pretty good twist at the end. I mean, you know, that's something that I didn't foresee. I'm with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think the material is interesting and it, it is very much rooted in what we all are familiar with as far as mobster movies, the mobster genre. And this is a, a I mean, a great genre. Some of the best movies uh, of all time are within the mafia genre. Yeah. I mean, Goodfellas at the top of the list, you know, The Departed, Scarface, yeah. American Gangster. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it's so many great ones so if you're going to enter the genre you got to be you got to bring something to the table and what this movie is really lacking and you're you're sort of touching on it is just any sense of style like scenes play out like you said kind of very seriously yeah and just without like kind of a clear point of view i mean this is from a first time director i mean he did fine for a first time director it's from a woman andrea burloff um <laughs> Or she did a great job for a first-time director. I can't believe I even I, I I even automatically assume that it's a he. I mean that's okay, but no, this is uh, she was a screenwriter on Straight Outta Compton. Uh, she got an Oscar nomination for that, and she's making her directorial debut here. I just think this was too textbook, too like I don't know on the nose, and I mean it, it could have been something else. And you had like two really great actors. I'll put Emily and, you know, another... Elizabeth, you mean? Elizabeth Elizabeth Moss? Whatever. I don't even know her name. (laughs) Elizabeth. I'll put her in in another bucket. (sighs) But you had two really great actors that you could have done so much with. And they decided to to do this way. Did you like Melissa McCarthy in this? I did. I guess I... You You didn't. Well, going to this, I was a little skeptical. I always try to keep an open mind. But I guess I was a little skeptical of uh, Melissa McCarthy as like a gritty New York uh, enforcer. <laughs> Just seems For like the a, Irish mob. It seems like a bit of a stretch. And watching the movie, I wouldn't say she really convinced me. And she doesn't really do much to change her appearance or change her body language in this movie. I mean, at some points, I mean, her hair is looking great. Like she just got out of the salon. She's wearing nice pantsuits. 
she, she's I, lost a ton of weight looks great she looks great yeah i'm just i'm not buying her as like a tough chick uh, at all <laughs> i buy her as a, as a mom i mean she's a mom in this uh it's, i i had a easier time with elizabeth moss and tiffany haddish's role yeah they i i bought i bought their characters a little better but melissa mccarthy that feels like a, a big piece of miscasting i, I would say but you disagree. She, I she do. for you. Yeah. I've seen Melissa McCarthy be great in comedy and drama. I mean, she was nominated for an Oscar just earlier this year uh, for Can You Ever Forgive Me? She, she's normally great. She normally sh- delivers. I would argue this role is out of her wheelhouse. Yeah. But why don't we take a quick break? When we come back, we'll, we'll get, get into, into some spoilers. Some spoilers. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We're back. And we're going to get into some spoilers for The Kitchen. One of the major characters is a guy named Gabriel, who's played by uh, Damal Gleason, and he kind of acts as the ladies' enforcers because he he has a romance going with Claire. Yeah, and he and teaches, Claire is is Elizabeth Moss. Yeah, that's Elizabeth Moss, and he teaches her how to kill. He teaches her how to dispose of a body. He's the one who kills little lo- Nikki. <laughs> oh, I wanted to say little Nikki. No, it's little no. it's little Jackie. <laughs> it's not Adam Sandler. Not Adam Sandler. (laughs) Little Nikki. (laughs) So yeah, he like I mean, little Jackie's about to rape her in an alley, right? And Mm -hmm. then Gabriel just comes in and pops him. So yeah, they get a romance going. And so okay, so the women's dealings with these business owners, it eventually runs afoul of Alfonso Coretti. Yeah. And he's the head of the Italian mafia. Yes. He offers to help to get their husbands released early in exchange for some of the profits that they're getting from the neighborhood. Mm -hmm. So at one point, eventually, a gang member breaks into Claire's apartment, Elizabeth Moss... Yeah, maybe whole, maybe you can fill me in because Melissa McCarthy she she makes some kind of deal right with well, Alfonso well, Coretti. Yeah, the whole reason why they met the Italian mob was because of the Jewish synagogue or the Jewish the business rabbi. Yeah. that they were um, dealing with and got their business from, and the Italian mob got wind of it and they asked to have a sit down, and then that sit down they made this deal. And that they would protect them and watch their backs, as well as, you know, they're building a huge building in the Irish mob's neighborhood area. Okay. And so he wanted some of his guys to be able to get on that job. And so they agree to it. And he gets like a little cut of, of what they're making. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's the whole issue there. Well, I just I remember like at one point I, I like Ruby Tiffany Haddish's character she she orders to put a hit out on a number of people and then Melissa McCarthy is like no spare this one guy yeah and that one guy is the one who ends up killing Claire yes okay that's yes 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 okay yeah I mean there's a, there, there's a lot of characters in this movie <laughs> so the Italian mob is the one that actually tells the girls that there's a hit out on them. Some members of their own gang. Yeah, put out hits on them, and then, you know, they name the names, and that's when they put hits out on pretty much everybody except for the dude that kills Claire. And so they blame, they end up blaming Kathy, yes. Melissa McCarthy's character, uh, for For that, being too nice and for letting For her go. death, yeah. right? I guess the biggest twist, it's eventually revealed that Ruby has taking some of their earnings. She's basically paying off Agent Silvers, who's played by Common. She also set up their husbands to be arrested. Yeah, she's like the mastermind behind everything. And she wanted to get into the mob life and to learn the business so she can take it back to Harlem and run the show in Harlem. 
That's, I mean, I thought, I thought Tiffany Haddish played that pretty well. I did too. Like, I was, I was shocked. Yeah, it, um, it came as a surprise. Up until then, she's not, she's not doing a whole lot. She's just kind of standing around looking tough. Yeah. <laughs> but this scene. A- attitude. Yeah, resting bitch face. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she's doing it well. But yeah, this scene finally kind of like uh, gave her character some real dimension. And um, yeah, I mean, that was, that was a, a nice little surprise. I mean, it felt motivated and... Kathy's husband, he tries to negotiate Kathy out of the business. Yes. Right? With the Italian mob directly. Right. With Coretti. Yes. You know, she goes there in person and she basically, like, what does she her do? Her kids were there. Like, That's right. She's trying to pick she, up her kids. Yeah. She, she's mama bear. She's worrying about her kids at this moment in time. And then, you know, finds out that, you know, the Italian mob has the kids, but it's not what you think. You didn't kidnap them. Dad dad brought him to the italian mobsters little place he's having a little sit down and having a sit down not knowing you know anything about anything that's going on and just because he couldn't be a stay-at-home dad and his ego was bruised it was about pride all of these things yeah melissa mccarthy at the end pretty much said this is a betrayal and had the italian mob kill her husband I guess she like takes her kids and walks out. Yeah. And we just hear the gunshots yep. <laughs> behind her. Yeah. And that's fun. I mean, yeah. that, that's a good ending to that yeah. character. <laughs> I mean, like. <laughs> got got what was coming. And then Elizabeth Moss's husband, she kills him. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, he then, was abusing her. Yeah. yeah. And uh, same with Tiffany Haddish put out a hit on her husband. And then turns out her husband and his girlfriend were having sex and they got blown to bits in bed while doing it. <laughs> so well, at the very end. Melissa McCarthy, she thinks Tiffany Haddish is going to have her whacked. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, Tiffany Haddish is like, hey, meet me, uh, you know, at this store, this warehouse. Yep. Kathy gets all of the the business owners that they've helped and they've protected to stand by her with guns. And then Tiffany Haddish comes out. Who's on Tiffany Haddish's side? Is it just Common? No, it's not Common at all. It's the love interest for Claire. Gabriel. And he was going to have Gabriel execute her. And then she's like... Well, he sees all these guns yeah. pointed at him. She's like, listen, like I can't run the Irish part on my own. I still need help. Take Harlem, take whatever you got, but I still need help on this side. Let's partner and let's, you know, be partners. We don't have to be friends, but it's pretty much how it works out. And I like that ending. It's the two of them teaming up. Yeah. And they're, I guess, the two most powerful women. Yeah. In in the city. And then they and then the the last time is there there's a business that is having issues and then they go and they they tag team that business together. <laughs> and I yeah, I mean I, I enjoyed that. So like the, the the story and the twists and and all of that like it made for a good movie. True. Um, I don't understand why the the critics have just bombed on this. Like I don't I don't get it. Um, well, it, think, it was mediocre. I mean, well, there you, you know, go. You you just said it. it. It's mediocre in a movie like this. It, it needs to be great. Yeah. It, it, because it, unfortunately, it is being it, compared to. It, some of the best examples of the genre. And this movie was released by Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers, has, they released Heat and Goodfellas and The Departed. So this studio, it's they know their gangster movies. Yeah. And this one, it's mediocre, I guess, just doesn't cut it. 
And uh, yeah, this is a case where like the material is pretty solid, but you needed a, a, like a master filmmaker. You did, yeah. To just make this kind of zip on by instead of just kind of plodding. Oh, hum, yeah. From scene, it kind of plods from scene to scene. It's, I mean, it's something that is right at home on TV, on Netflix. Oh, yeah. There's no cinematic, yeah. there's no real cinematic flair, uh, unfortunately. This movie probably would have gotten a better release if it went on Netflix. on Netflix well then you wouldn't have like the horrible headlines yeah. <laughs> that's what it, it would spare and just I guess one other thing like it takes place in the 1970s and I thought like just the the production design the costumes everything the whole period element was very unconvincing <laughs> we get that's some that's why I like Aunt Tarantino he can bring in he can really like at least makes it feel yeah authentic yeah and there was just yeah some grit that was missing from this movie it just felt just kind of synthetic we get some like dodgy looking cgi skyline shots yeah <laughs> you know yeah and yeah it felt kind of cheap honestly just from a production point of view for this genre that's an important element that's kind of missing so is this a good date movie no probably not you you have no like you have the the, the women killing all their husbands i mean <laughs> i guess i would argue because there's a, a good amount of sex and violence it's not a terrible date movie. I mean, you, you, you and your date might walk out a little disappointed. <laughs> but, I mean, it's a, it's probably a better date movie than like Dora the Explorer. Oh, or, or like scary stories to tell in the dark. It, it's a so-so date movie. Uh, as much as I didn't really care for it, I mean, it, it's watchable. Yeah. It's watchable. Yeah. What score would you give it? I'd give it like a C minus. I would too. I would be a C. I would give it a little bit better. I'll give it a C. Well, I mean, when we were watching it last night, you, you seemed like you were enjoying it. I was enjoying it. Okay. I mean, a C really isn't much of an enjoyment. That's like, well, <laughs> it's like me. You know, it's like, it's ho-hum. You Some, know, like, it's kind of like Sorcerer's Apprentice, right? Like, <laughs> of course. You know. Exactly. Exactly like that. It's like a, the whole time. a mediocre movie that I can get entertained by. <laughs> On TBS every Saturday morning. Some movies, yeah, you know, they just they go just... as soon as they're off the screen, they they leave your brain. Yeah, they're very forgettable, and that's um, that's probably what this is. That's the kitchen, directed by Andrea Burloff. You can find more episodes at Anchor.fm/slash Movie Date Night, as well as on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. We're on Twitter at DN Movie Podcast, and you can also email us at Date Night Movie Podcast at gmail.com. Until next time, I'm Patrick. I'm Ashley. Thanks for listening. See ya.